Веселі брати часи настали, нове майбутнє дарує день. Чому ж на небі так мало сонця стало, чому я далі пишу сумних пісень? Чому ж на небі так мало сонця стало, чому я далі пишу сумних пісень? Веселі брати, часи настали, ми наближаємось до мети. Чому ж тоді я шукаю іншу стежку, чому я далі з ними не хочу йти? Чому ж тоді я шукаю іншу стежку, чому я далі з ними не хочу йти? Часи настали, на грудях світить нам слави знак. Нам очі ніжно закрили, губи медом змастили, душу кинули просто так. Нам очі ніжно закрили, губи медом змастили, душу кинули просто так. Душа покинулась та й питає, Сама у себе чому одна Не має в коспитати золото Замість тата, замість мами глуха стіна Не має в коспитати золото Замість тата, замість мами глуха стіна Часи веселі настали, нас лишилось так мало, ну і брати такі часи. Часи веселі настали, нас лишилось так мало, ну і брати такі часи. Sviatoslav Vakarchuk with a group called Okean Elze from a few years ago, a song title that is rather sarcastic, Veseli Chase, Happy Times. Dobry den i vitaju vas vsih, šanovni radio suhači na radio peredaču naš holos, radio krinskoho korinja. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Djakoju, što rišale, prebute zimnoju nastupnu hodinu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a great program lined up for you because the fourth Saturday of November is set aside to commemorate Holodomor. This is a genocidal famine that occurred in 1932-33 during which Stalin and his communist regime deliberately starved to death 7 to 10 million Ukrainians. On the last Saturday of November, Ukrainians around the world honor the memory of those who perished, and this program will do the same in the first half. We'll have Father Ihor Kutash from Montreal, as well as several musical tributes. As well, we'll have another Ukrainian language lesson, and Father Chad Pavlishin from right here on Vancouver Island will be telling us all about the Fast of St. Philip, rather different way to prepare for Christmas than most of Western society is accustomed to these days. So stay tuned for all of that. We've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next, a group from Ukraine called Jerilo, 
and step home. Listen to Nash Holes without using your web browser? Well, it's very easy. Download Stitcher's Smart Radio for iPhone and Android. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shuchanko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign, and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the Foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the Foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the programs supported by the Foundation, visit ShochankoFoundation.ca. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is a bi-weekly series sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, featuring stories of Ukrainians and Jews working together in solidarity and harmony to restore and strengthen centuries-old bonds and affinities nearly destroyed by hostile outside forces in the bloody 20th century and even today. Tune in next week for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
Bitte meine Nachmorhöli. Zeretstepu, Schiroko, nach Kraini Mühli. Schiablanin, Schiroko, Poli, in die Proi Kruci. Uloidno, Uloschute, ja Krevere Wuschi. Schiablanin, Schiroko, Poli, in die Proi Kruci. singer by the name of Dmitro Bohush, who has put Taras Shevchenko's words to music, as have very many. That was the famous Zapovit, or Testament, in which Taras Shevchenko decried Russian oppression of Ukrainians, and he probably had no idea what was to come in the bloody 20th century. Father Ihor Kutash of St. Mary the Protectress Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Montreal tells us the story of Holodomor and gives us a slightly different way of looking at it. Slava Isusu Christu, Father Ihor Kutash at the microphone. On the fourth Saturday of November, Ukrainians throughout the world have been remembering the millions of people who died in what has been called the greatest crime the world has ever known, the Holodomor genocide of 1932-33 in the breadbasket of Ukraine, in the breadbasket of Europe, Ukraine. Members of the Hromada of St. Mary the Protectress in Montreal, of which I am pastor, were prominent in publicizing this ghastly tragedy which was carefully, systematically, and consistently covered up by the communist regime based in Moscow. Many of them had survived this brutal attack on the people of Ukraine, who dared to oppose the utopian plans of the regime, relying upon their faith and their dedication to the immensely fruitful land given them by God. It is very difficult to hear the stories of the survivors and even more difficult to look at some of the few pictures that emerged from this horror in a land that was held captive by this inhuman regime. To this day, the few people who are still alive to recall those days cannot even speak of it without breaking down in tears. Nevertheless, the story must be told, and it is being told to an ever-widening audience in all the many media resources of our time. It is not, however, enough to simply recount the story and call for justice. How can any earthly judiciary find a punishment that would right the balance of the incredible wrongs that were done? 
if the blood of even one human being cries out to heaven, as we read in the Bible in the story of the two brothers Cain and Abel, how loud is the sound of the blood of millions? To simply tell the story and call for justice, which is certainly legitimate, even though earthly justice is exceedingly limited, would simply lead to unquenchable anger, hatred, and despair. And that would lead to further violence, crimes, and the perpetuation of the very hell that Christians are called upon to end in order for our Father's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, as we daily pray. Thus, the story must be told with hope in it. It is natural for Christians to do this, for we derive our identity from a terrible story in which there is hope for all eternity. The crime of deicide is greater than the terrible crime of genocide. Although the killing of God's creatures, created in his image and likeness, may also be seen as a kind of deicide. That is what was done to Jesus of Nazareth. Ignorant people debate to this day as to who carries most of the blame for this crime. Jewish authorities, Roman authorities, Judas Iscariot, or all of us for whose sin the Lord came to be the propitiation. Let us hear what Jesus himself says about this. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. We do well to remember these millions of victims of the Holodomor genocide in prayer to the Lord, for by doing so, we link their death with hope. We link it with the death and resurrection of the Lord of life. Thus, we see meaning in this seemingly senseless horror. And the victims become something else. They become martyrs, the martyrs of the Holodomor. They attest by their deaths that this horror should never be and must never be again. They attest that it is not God's will that humans should so abuse other humans. And God's will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those who, blinded by the deceptive passion of lust for power, organized and carried out the horrible crime of mass murder of the people of Ukraine and Kuban, thought that in this way they would destroy this freedom-loving, rebellious nation, as was noted by Raphael Lemkin, who was the first to use the word genocide in reference to this very Holodomor. It turned out to have the opposite effect. This act of hatred and unbelievable cruelty calls the attention of the whole world to this nation and what has been inflicted upon it and elicits compassion and respect for it. Malice, hatred, cruelty can never have the final victory in this world, for its creator and source is the triune God and his being is justice, mercy, generosity, in a word, love. We remember these dead not as victims, but as martyrs. Slava Isusu Christu. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Ukrainian hymn, 
Vichnaya Pamyat, Memory Eternal. Up next, Ludwig of London, England, with his original composition, which he wrote to tell the world the story of Holodomor. Land of plenty, please tell me if it's true. Land of plenty, what did they do to you? Land of plenty, they stripped your wheat fields bare. Land of plenty, as if you were not there. Land of plenty, they stripped your wheat fields bare. Land of plenty, as if you were not there. Land of plenty, your people lived off you. But it started in 1932 Land of plenty Your people you could feed But that year you Were robbed for foreign greed Land of plenty Your people you could feed But that year you for foreign greed Land of plenty Your people could not eat Satan's soldiers Collected all your wheat In the name of An ideology That was written To give equality
Ukraine's beloved and renowned Vidubichi Choir with Predite Poklonimsia Christu, which translates as Come Bow Down to Christ. And very fitting to introduce Father Chad Pavlishin of St. Mary the Protectress, Ukrainian Orthodox Church here on Vancouver Island in Parksville. And he will tell us about St. Philip's Fast, which is known by other religious sects as Advent. And this was the Ukrainian Eastern Rite twist on it. Slava Jesus Christu, glory be to Jesus Christ. I am Father Chad Polishin, an Orthodox priest serving in the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of Canada on Vancouver Island, where I attend to the parishes of St. Mary the Protectress in Parksville and St. George in Victoria. Also, we are under the Ecumenical Patriarchate of Constantinople. I'd like to thank Nash Holos for giving me this opportunity to bring to all of you a little information about the Orthodox Church and what we believe, how we live our faith, and how all Christians try to live their faith in today's society. I want to begin to tell you about the fasting period that we are entering into this month of November. This fast is known by three names, St. Philip's Fast, Advent, or the Nativity Fast, This is the 40-day period before the Feast of the Nativity, the birth of Christ. You might ask, why is it that one of the names of this fast is St. Philip's Fast? Well, that is because this fast follows after the Feast of the Holy Apostle Philip. But, I know many people ask, why is it that you fast within the Orthodox Church? Well, The answer to that question is, because we are trying to prepare ourselves spiritually to participate in the coming feast. So we will abstain from foods and enter into a more constant and devout prayer. Also, during the fast, some of the days which we remember other saints, such as St. Andrew, the first called Apostle, or St. Nicholas, as many know him also as Santa Claus within the North American society, and various other saints, we have the readings which talk about the Feast of the Nativity and give us a reminder about what we need to prepare for. An example of this is from the Vesper service, which is an evening service for the Feast of St. Nicholas. Adorn yourself, O cavern, make ready, O manger, O shepherds and wise men, bring your gifts and bear witness, for the Virgin is coming, bearing Christ in her womb. So we hear about what is coming, and we begin to go through the fast towards the Nativity of Christ. We also are reminded about the prophets of the Old Testament, who talked about the coming of Christ, and we read these parts of Scripture as part of this preparation during the fast. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated is God with us. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So it is through all of this that we are able to hear what will be coming for us in this Feast of the Nativity and how much of a blessing it is for each of us. Also, we fast and prepare ourselves for the Feast. It creates a stronger appreciation in each of us for what has been given to us through the birth of Christ. I thank you again for this blessing to share with you. May God bless you all.
poslušajte radio predaču Naš holos Radio Krinskoho Korenja na Bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. Hovorit Pavina. You're listening to Naš holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavina. Ja bym pomóc tancem w kozackiej borni Sławnego Bogdana w wyzwolnej wini Nawet na stratu zamożnicy uszał Ja bym pomóc tancem za swobodą mych krów Ja bym sotny komu zaleźniaka Майских законах артувалась рука, Крізь огнисту броні шли до бою ми знов. Я був повстанцем за правду кров. Я був чорним вороном подібним до тіні. У холодного яру останні години. Хто ворогу здався, кого страх поборов, Прийде в останиці пролля вашу кров. Я був лісовим братом на Волині, До кінця опирався червоній лавині, Від безсилої люті скаженів людолов. Я повстанець, Двадцятого лютого на Майдані Проти снайперів, беркоту та поліцаїв Так добре напал, на броні запалав Я повстав за свободу, свою кров проливав Я повстав, це залишуся, аж до зарпіну не прогнати мене із своєї країни Щоб зрадницький виплід у пекло зійшов Я воюю на сході, кипить моя кров Так я повстанець і кипить моя кров Я повстав за свободу Тече моя кров Kamuvnez with a song called Povstanets, which translates as Freedom Fighter. Something a little more light-hearted from the Ukrainians from Leeds, England, from their CD Vorone, Seretsim i Dusheyu, Heart and Soul. <laughs> Oh, 
Time now for another Ukrainian language lesson with Anna Ogoyko. My name is Anna. Today we are going to get formal. We will learn some more general greetings depending on the time of the day. Also, how to say goodbye in different kinds of situations. And I'll introduce the personal pronouns to you. Simple basics. Вы готові? Are you ready? Let's start. Last time we learned привіт. Як ти? which was so typical for starting the conversation between friends and close family. Today we're going to listen to another situation. Imagine hotel. Hotel. It's morning time. The woman is a receptionist and the man is a guest. Let's listen carefully to what they say. Доброго ранку. Доброго ранку. У вас все добре? Так, все чудово. Гарного дня. Дякую. І вам. So that was our conversation in a hotel. The receptionist and the guest don't know each other. That's what I mean by formal situation. It's also formal if the person you're talking to is your boss, your professor or any other superior person. Let's start with greetings again. In Ukrainian, they depend on the time of the day and all are based on the word dobry, good, fine, dobry. Доброго ранку. Literally, I wish you a good morning. Доброго ранку. Remember, I have some space for you to repeat the expression aloud, or at least whispering. It's extremely important for your learning. Доброго ранку. Добрий день. Good day. It's the most common one to say hello. Dobry den. Sometimes you can also hear or see in the written form Dobroho dnia. Literally, it means I wish you a good day. It's the same as Dobry den. Dobroho dnia. Next comes evening time. Dobry večer. Good evening. Dobry večer. And when before you go to bed, you tell everyone, both formally and informally, na dobranich, or simply dobranich, good night, na dobranich, dobranich. These greetings are very common. Use them every day, just be sure when it's morning and when it's evening time. Let's repeat them again. Доброго ранку. Добрий день. Добрий вечір. Добраніч. На добраніч. Next section is about saying goodbye. And in the dialogue, they use two very good ways to do that. First was гарного дня. Have a nice, literally beautiful day. Have a nice day. Гарного дня. Let's break it and say it slower. Гарного дня. Гарного дня. The answer for a person you don't know in the formal situation is и вам. И вам. If you are talking to your friend, the answer is и тоби. И тоби. You too. What is E? Remember last time we learned A. Як ти? Добре. А ти як? A means and in contrasting situations. E means and when you are talking about the same thing. Non-contrasting situation. Have a nice day to you and have a nice day to you too. So, we are talking the same thing, about one thing, about a nice day for everyone. So, 
Гарного дня. І вам. Гарного дня. І тобі. The second goodbye was most common. Goodbye for almost any situation. До побачення. Goodbye. Literally it means until meeting. До побачення. До побачення. The answer is just the same. До побачення. And what do we say to our close friends and family? It's papa. Bye-bye. Papa. The truth is, is that I, I personally, I live in Kyiv. And originally I'm from Khmelnytska Oblast, which is more central than western. So I'm not going to lie to you and say that I use papa all the time. Sometimes I do, but usually I don't. People use it a lot around Lviv, Ivano-Frankivsk, Chernivtsi, in the western Ukraine. But where I'm from and in most of the central Ukraine, young people use Russian. Пока. It is Russian, but this word is kind of native for me. I advise you not to use it, but to understand what it means. The good one for you is to say papa for informal situations. One last crucial thing from the dialogue was a nice and useful word. Дякую. Thank you. Дякую. If someone says дякую to you, you should be polite and respond Будь ласка. You're welcome. Будь ласка. Дякую. Будь ласка. Now let's listen to the dialogue again. Доброго ранку. Доброго ранку. У вас все добре? Так, все чудово. Гарного дня. Дякую. І вам до побачення. До побачення. This time I'd like also to cover one topic which was not on the dialogue but that is very important for you at the beginning of Ukrainian learning. Personal pronouns. I, you, he, she, it. Let's just learn those words. They are very useful. The first one is Я, I. Я. Ты. Ты means singular person, you. You, like a friend, member of a family, colleague of the same age. You, informal. Ты. Він, he, він, вона, she, вона, воно, it, воно, ми, ми, ви, you. In the first meaning, it's a singular person, but the one you don't know, the person that is your teacher as a uni or your boss, it's you formal. And the second meaning of it is all of you. You plural. For example, all you, all my friends, or you, all my colleagues, and so on. Вы. Вони. They. Вони. At last, it's time for some cultural info on the Ukrainian Lessons podcast. Are Ukrainians polite? Well, it depends. Let me tell you from my experience. You came to the small shop, Mahazin, it's like a convenience store, and you say, Dobry den, and the cashier can respond to you in two ways. First, Dobry den, and second, Dobry. What you want to do is, by the intonation and mimics of the person, choose your language. In the first case, if the person says Dobry den and smiles to you, you want to be happy and polite too. So when you leave the store, you will say Дуже дякую. Гарного вам дня. До побачення. In the second case, when a person says Dobry and looks grumpy, he or she is probably sad or angry or impolite. So, you don't want to talk to that person too much. Just say, дякую, до побачення. I hope you meet only great people in Ukraine. We have them plenty.
but I just want you to be prepared for everything. And this is the finish of the second episode. You can get much more from the program by downloading bonus materials with dialogue transcription, all Ukrainian phrases and words from the episode, bonus exercise to practice, and bonus vocabulary on the same topic. You can get lesson notes for the episode 2 for free, if you are subscribed to our newsletter. If you are still not, you can do that at ukrainianlessons.com slash episode 2. Finally, I can say to you, гарного дня і до побачення! what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. This Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver, from 5 till 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit uocvancouver.com. The Ukrainian-Canadian Congress in British Columbia invites you to the Holodomor Commemoration Day to honor victims of the Holodomor, the genocide by famine in 1932-33 in Ukraine. The ceremony will take place on Sunday, November 27, 2016, at 1 p.m. at Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver. Admission is free, but donations are welcome to support UCC Holodomor educational initiatives. For more information, contact the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress in BC. All Ukrainians in Vancouver and Friends of Ukraine are welcome. Ukrainian rock group Sky will be in Vancouver on Sunday, December 4th at the Norman Rothstein Theatre, 950 West 41st Avenue at Oak Street in Vancouver. Doors are open at 5 p.m. Admission is $40 and free for kids 12 and under. Tickets available at Taste of Ukraine or buy online through Eventbrite. If you're organizing a Ukrainian cultural event, we'll be happy to announce it here free of charge. As well, please send in your suggestions, special requests, and dedications. Your comments are always welcome. Email producer at noshholos.com or fill out the form on the events page at the Noshholos website. You can also call us at 604-227-0942 or record and leave your own audio announcement at our website, noshholos.com. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to north and central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and in the greater Vancouver listening area. Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. Channel 8 Omni airs two Ukrainian-language TV shows in the Vancouver viewing area, Kontakt TV Sundays at 7 a.m., with repeats Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 a.m., and Forum TV Sundays at 8 a.m., with repeats on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 12 noon. And at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me for another hour of fun on Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholus and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds and more, visit our website at www.nasholus.com.
and a couple of mellow folk dances for you there. That was the Yale Waltz by the Canadian Rhythm Masters from Winnipeg, and before them, Romco from Edmonton and a Foxtrot version of a very old traditional Ukrainian folk song, usually done as a polka or kolomeka. Rozpirahite chlopci koni, unharness the horses, boys. Nejame vjeskin chile nasha pramu, poran prashatisya no shodin tejdin, bovje chasto domuis kazate do pobachinya. Ala pitemya kochu zalashitavasti kima slavame mudroste. Chasum ita kebuvaya, sto nevidome to be, na dobre shlach tebes pravyaya. And our proverb of the week translates as a stranger can give us as good advice as a best friend. And that about wraps it up for another edition of Nash Holos to take us to the end of our program, the Party Time Orchestra and Bill's Polka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and PCJ Radio. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, dopobachinya. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.